All right, ladies, let's get straight to it. Uh, before we get to it, I just want to do a little verbal debrief real quick. So reminding all of you that this is a live podcast recording. So this conversation is going to be uploaded to our School of Wealthy Living podcast. So when we present any kind of photos or anything, we are going to verbally speak through it just so that our listeners can hear it. And we actually have Olivia on the line as well, who is also in with us. So, uh, you know, there's a lot to be said. And I know a lot of you, all, this whole group right here is very conscious. And so many of you are probably going to have something you want to share or say, or it's going to resonate with you. Please like put your hand up, unmute, like let's have a conversation about it. Because this really is evolution of going from dissonance to resonance. This is the resonance revolution happening right in front of your eyes. And being in Egypt really was more of a remembering than anything else. And so we want to bring that remembering to all of you. But before we get started, I really want to put at the core of this conversation always comes and is God. I just really want to make that really clear before we move forward. Whatever God means to you, there is no right or wrong. Whatever helps guide your North Star and your moral compass is correct for you. And if that's your truth, then own that sister. But for us, we really believe as God being the all intelligent, the infinite intelligence, the light and the love that is that. humanity and all of the rest of the cosmos. So I want to state that first, just because as we continue to in this conversation, we're going to be saying some crazy things. And I really think that for me, my God, at least, I don't stop my God at just humans. My God is responsible for the entire cosmos and all of the earth and all of the universe, galaxies and whatnot. So when we start talking tinfoil hat stuff, which really we got to put that notion to the side, it's not, it is real. We know we've been inverted truths for a really long time. Just want to make it clear that God of love and light is at the core of all of our conversation. Cool. And first lesson of the day is when you are praying, make sure you end it with thank you, God. And so it is. It's a command. It's not like a beg. It's not a prayer. May, oh, may, please. It's like it's a command and expectation. And actually, when you say amen or amen, you're actually praying to Amen Ra, who is of Luciferian descent. So when they're saying, say, amen at the end of a prayer, you're actually praying to a different God. But when you end it with, thank you, God, and so it is, you're giving thanks to the divine creator and you're commanding the notion. If that's your truth or not, this is the whole conversation. You get to resonate with what is alignment with you. You get to use your own discernment and leave the rest this is just a conversation for a mind expansion. Yeah? Cool? Great. So let's get right into it. How oh, Mikey's in the line. That's cute. Did I let him in or not? He's going to have a Sunday call. Sorry, babe. Love him, but no, not today. Okay. Maybe we'll etch that out of the podcast. LOL. Okay. So first, let's get clear into who did we go with and what are we doing? So this book here is called The Emerald Tablets. Uh, we went with Mr. Billy Carson and Elizabeth Hoekstra. Erica and I discovered him last year uh, around the summertime where we had seen him before in different Gaia episodes. Brittany, I know that you really have started to get into Gaia. Love that for you. Keep going on that train. But we really got to sink into his knowledge and become really like 
attracted to his knowledge and, and information and all that delivery last year around the summertime. We'd fully started to get immersed into his education. Highly recommend you look him up on YouTube and anything he puts out is freaking gold. But we found this Egypt trip last year and it was already sold out. So for over a year, we've been wanting to go on this trip. We put our name on the reservation list. And I don't know if you guys remember, but Erica and I went to the Conscious Life Expo in January where we met Jimmy Church who is the MC of the entire event. We were sitting beside him by happenstance. It was by accident, whatever. And we told him, hey, we're going to go to Egypt with you in October. And he's like, oh, yeah, see you there, whatever. Not knowing that, come on, you guys, you know us. When we say something, we're going to do it, right? That's like who we are. It's what we do. Integrity is everything. So we showed up and he was mind blown the fact that we were even there. So why I bring up this book of the Emerald Tablets, what is the Emerald Tablets? The Emerald Tablets have been found over 35,000 years ago and is the oldest scripture and text known to human existence before the Bible, before any of that comes. Oh, here review, Amber and Mike. There we go. Sorry, honey. I literally reject him. Okay. So the, the Emerald Tablets are made out of literally Emerald Tablets. They were found within a pyramid. It is absolutely undestructible. So if you think about all of the years that have gone by, it has stayed in full intact and is attached by aloe key rings that has never disintegrated or anything. So what that book is, Billy Carson, it's the number one book in about all esoteric knowledge and emerald tablet knowledge. He is the number one seller in multiple different countries. Highly recommend you get that book. He's literally reading out the Emerald Tablets and then describing it to you in layman's terms. Layman's terms is still a little bit of a hefty read. However, it's so worth it. And while you're reading it, you come to discover and to find out that every single piece of literature, sentence, everything in there can be found in every single piece of religion, article, and information out there available today. It is proven that this is the foundation of humanity but who wrote them who wrote them said that the this alien entity named thoth has come and wrote those tablets and documented the beginning and and all of mankind and and all of the phenomenons that have to go with tonight's conversations erica is there anything that you'd like to add in regards to the emerald tablets in specific well, and the way that it's written is it is a code and an activation for your DNA. So when you read it, it's very dense. Like when I was reading it, I almost had to like close my eyes and digest it consciously and then go back and reread it. So I highly recommend like you'll be called to this information when you're drawn to it. Um, but it's, it's very activating. So it's like, sometimes we see these things and they sit on our shelves for a while. And honestly, it took me a while to get through the book just because the, the Emerald tablets itself is very dense. And then I really like Billy's way of siphoning that down and breaking it down in kind of layman's terms. Um, but this was kind of like our quest of journeying into the ancient world and answering all these questions that we've had for so many years of what our true history is, what's been covered up, you know, what did the ancient worlds know that we don't know? And that's been me and Adriana's, you know, passion for this last year is really going to these places, touching the stonework, like it's, it's undeniable. So we're going to get into it. Um, but yeah, highly recommend the book for every, everyone that wants to read it. 
and um, kind of tip their toe into Thoth and the Atlantean. And we can go into the consciousness, which we'll cover when we bring up some of the slides. Um, but yes, it was very enlightening. It was, you guys, it was literally like a discovering of remembering who we are. When Erica says a DNA activation code, I want to remind all of you that at the very core of everything and anything, we are just energy. We are energy. We are vibrational frequencies. We are energy. So when you read something, when something is actually giving off resonance, you are actually unlocking different DNA strands within your body. You know, it said that we have two or a double helix. There's actually 12. And so this is the DNA activation code to help you remember to turn on sparks of your DNA to actually become more of who you're destined to be. So it's very powerful, everything that we are doing. We literally feel like completely new people. So we're going to walk you through our experience from front to end. And we're going to start with some false truths. So false truths, what does that mean? Put a, put a, put a, put a, like, I don't know, put like, cause I don't know, put like a friggin' L, 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 L in the chat. If you think humans made the pyramid, like a big fat L, if you think humans built the pyramid. Okay. That's like first false truth. Number one, absolutely not. Absolutely not. The pyramids are alone, never mind all of the rest of the things that we saw are absolutely breathtaking and mind boggling all at the same time. It's like, holy, like, this is like literally right here, the scalar wave energy that you feel that lightness that you feel, you know, if ever you do something that like makes you really excited, or you feel really in alignment with something, and you feel this like whoosh, this like flow energy, it's everywhere there. It's everywhere. You literally feel like you're on ecstasy every single day. And that's how we are supposed to feel. So these beautiful pyramids, they tell us that even if they are off by 0.1 of a millimeter, the whole thing would not work. My husband, you guys know, I literally teach quantum business in and out. I've been teaching this for a long time. My husband had to go there with his analytical civil engineer mind to stand there and literally look at it and be like, this is effing impossible. Impossible. Japan tried to, Japan said that they were going to try to rebuild the pyramids and prove that it can be done. They said that they can do it in three months. They did, it took them eight months to build just the base. And then they abandoned the project and said it couldn't be done. It was impossible. The way that it's constructed, the chambers and the inside, everything about it, absolutely impossible. And some theories behind it is that we know that we're only using 20% of our brain and we have 80% junk DNA. Okay, back, 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 back. We were using 100% of our brain, which really our brain is just empty space to manifest our heart's desires. That's not woo-woo. I'm not trying to be like a poet. That's the actual truth. Your heart here is always the downloads. It's always correct. Your mind is literally the instrument of manifestation. So they're saying that through our own mind's eye, we're able to be able to condense these stones because these are 70 ton stones, 20, 70 ton stones out of one block. There's no effing way any slaves were pulling that up down, uh, logs, ropes, everything. No, it's saying that we were able to condense the atoms, which we know atoms are 99.9% .9 space and simply able to levitate them and put them down. 
And actually, Erica and I were just listening to a podcast just before this. This technology is coming back to planet Earth in 2024. Next year, we are already starting right now the revolution. We're in a renaissance revolution right now, a resonance revolution right now. From dissonance to resonance, this is all going to become. We were way smarter, way more advanced than we are today. Erica, false truths on pyramids and temples? Yeah, and I think it goes back to the lie that we'd be told that they're 3,000, 4,000, 6,000. We're talking a million years. That's what they were saying on the tour. A million years ago, hundreds of thousands of years. And we've been in this constant um, cycle, but we're cycling. And each time we go through the time cycles, it actually we're, we're ascending through the time cycle. So just as there's Lemuria and Mew and Atlantis, and now we're coming into another golden age, which is the age of Aquarius, which is what we're in right now. And that's the age of what we're going to see is, is bringing back the old, but piled on with the new technology. So it's, it's really exciting. There's literally been a never better time to be alive and just being there and feeling the energy and going through what we went through was like truly transformative. Yeah. Olivia, is there anything you want to add to that? How was your experience with the pyramids or did you have any revelations or any aha moments with that? Uh, definitely. Um, I mean, for me, though, it was mostly at the uh, that last meditation at the Great Pyramid mm. um, that night. I feel like that's when I really kind of felt it the most and everything synced in the most as far as um, what the pyramids truly are. Right. Uh, as you know, as their energy centers, but they're literally power plants. You guys, they not only receive data, they transmute data. You can literally upload 80 billion eBooks on one gram of quartz crystal. I don't know if you guys saw my post that I posted quartz crystal. That's made basically made. Everything is made out of quartz crystal is a sentient being. It's alive. It has information. You can upload and download information to the quartz crystal to and forth they are alive everything is alive so um erica i don't know if you have any images of that that you'd like to pull up but or sorry i have one here that i really want to share with you guys check out this glyph check this out okay this you guys are literally going to be like what in the mother of f is that so what you're looking at right now is the infamous Nikola Tesla light bulb. Light bulb, my friends. This is a light bulb. Two of them. That was found in the, in the temples. And this is not the first time. We see flying saucers. You see UFOs. You see landing portals. Like, we're not talking old school. You know, everybody was wearing little meat slaps over their hoo-hahs. And they're just running around being Neanderthals. No. We were highly educated beings. And what I really wanted to talk about was some of the um, false truths when it comes to even understanding this image right here. How many of you before have been scared when you see, you know, a snake and, you know, or, or you put a snake on any of your imaging and what have you, and people are like, oh, it's the devil. Da, da. Like, no, remember that Satanists, they invert the truth. Snake here is representing energy. This is energy happening here. We're talking about the ability to transfer consciousness from one being to another. We're talking about being able to ascend our bodies as light beings because our main purpose of our DNA is to store photons. 
That's how we are light. Photons is light. We are able to, in entering into the age of being able to ascend these avatars, these bodies as light beings interplanetary. I saw it with my own mind's eye. And we're going to get into that. What happened in the, in the, in, um, as Olivia was saying in the pyramid, but this is just something right here that you're like, how is this there? Like how, right? Something else too, that I wanted to bring up the lush oasis that was Egypt. Want to remind you that Egypt was a beautiful, beautiful place. It was lush. It was green. It had water. It was beautiful. And as we started to lose sense of ourselves and decrease our brain capacity and function, Mama Gaia went with it too, unfortunately. And now she's a barren desert, but she will be back again. Before I move on to more inverted truths, Erica, do you have anything to add on lush oasis, old Egypt, or that light bulb? Yeah, I think the light bulb is so illuminating because it really brings up, you know, Nikola Tessa and his suppression of his energy and the scalar frequencies that he was working on and how this has just been repeated throughout history and, and hidden purposely and suppressed throughout history. And that's really what we're heading into is the uncovering. So really, we're all just remembering what has already been. So science is now catching up to this ancient wisdom. And with that, we're going to see a transformational shift in um, energy supply, zero point energy um, transportation, how we Health. transport consciousness. Um, medical care, healing centers. I mean, all of it is just going to pretty much within the next couple of years transition, which is just very exciting because I think in this day and age, there's so much doom and gloom and people are falling into the fear traps. And, you know, that that's not what God's about. God is about love and unity and peace and helping people really come back together. And so as we really uncover the truth, it shows us not only what's possible, what has been and what is coming back. And that was one of the things that I saw was um, I, I was flying over Egypt and I wasn't I wasn't old Egypt. It was actually new Egypt. And I saw the pyramids with the limestone white casings and the gold tip and the, you know, beam of light coming out the top. And I thought it was old Egypt, but it was actually new Egypt when we're going to rebuild it. And there is technology and ancient wisdom paired together. And that's going to be the utopia that we're all looking for. And it's going to be basically this motherland of amalgamation of all these things coming back together. So, you know, we think we're really far off, but that's, that's just the conscious logical brain trying to make sense of the timeline and the shifts that we're seeing, but it's going to happen so rapidly because we're heading into quantum healing, quantum energy, um, you know, all of this stuff that's going to upgrade all of our sectors that are so broken and, you know, really not serving the greater good as we all see. So that's kind of bringing it to the now, because I always like to like go down the rabbit hole, but then bring it back to what does this mean for us now? How is, how are we a part of it? How are you being of service to this new shift that we're heading into and that we're already in basically, but in terms of, you know, the pyramids, I mean, it's undeniable. I mean, I think we always, always, all of us knew, but to see it in person, and to see the slabs and especially if people are come from in the analytical engineer background it's like there's just no way there's no possible way and so we know that you know level levitation and um transmutation of energy was involved and we'll go into i have a picture of the big sepulchers that were in a tunnel underground you can't even fit it in the door let alone how did they make it once it was in there in a solid you know this these rocks are harder than granite 
You know, it's not simple just to even shave off and make these things, let alone in megalithic structures. It's just, it's undeniable once you're there and you see it for your own we don't eyes. Even, we don't even have the technology to do that to this date. Yeah. Put it into perspective. Yeah. And when we talk about science keep, keep, keeping up or catching up, because I kept some notes here, I want to remind all of you, I said this to you guys before, but just a reminder, remember that science just came out with the proven uh, clinical study, journaled study, what have you, proving that our DNA is encoded in an electromagnetic field. So we already knew this, but this is how we are electromagnetic beings. Like you guys don't understand you're manifesting 24, seven, three, six, five, that these are computers. This is the most advanced technology on the entire planet. You are transmitting 24, seven, three, six, five. You don't need to work as hard. You just need to understand energy transmutation and manipulation straight up. And then that's the whole beauty of being human. That's why we're human. We're here to literally manifest and create. That's what this is. So when we're talking about DNA activation and whatnot, what's actually happening on a physical physics level, because I really love the science of everything. That's, you know, Eric and I really love the science of everything. What's happening right now is with these electromagnetic waves that are encoding our DNA, the sun is having the most massive solar flashes it's ever had, emitting electromagnetic waves, which is now boom, hitting us as human and activating us. I was talking to Amanda with this about, about today. This is why so many of us are having awakenings is because you are actually having rememberings because it is igniting within you. And actually, um, Ashley, do you mind just sharing super quick about the eclipse? You were saying that there was an eclipse while we were gone, which is funny because we didn't even really know about it, but our energy was so sky high, fly high. I literally felt like there was not even a negative thought that could penetrate my brain at that time. What does an eclipse do to our electromagnetic waves and manifestation? Like, why is that important? Yeah, so there was an eclipse and a new moon at the same time. So there was mixed emotions like during the eclipse that there was a lot of heavy emotions. I mean, also with everything that was happening around the world, but with the new moon at the same time, I found that right after that eclipse, everyone, like a whole load came out of them and they were all just like everyone just expansive and like had all these like energy and it went from like, feeling maybe dark and low to like bright and light mm. so that mix up the eclipse with the new moon was a very strong energy worldwide you guys this is our human design specialist we vouch for her. so if you are looking for more information on that make sure you connect with ashley after she's absolutely incredible um but some thank you ashley um, something else too, that I wanted to include because it was brought up twice right now indirectly and i just want to make this real clear we asked we were in egypt when the war broke out, right? We were there. We were in Egypt when that happened. And we asked our guide who has been, is like been living in Egypt his whole life. How do you feel about this? Like, how are we at risk? Like, how do you feel? And you know what he said? He was like, this happens every day. He's like, this happens every day. But this time they decided to put it on TV. Now I'm not trying to be insensitive about it. All I'm saying is that like Erica said, at the end of the day, being souls, having a human experience, we are a vibration of love that is the highest frequency available. And when we are brought into our bodies, we have life experiences that chop us down and, and create different scenarios and experiences and whatnot. But at the core of every single one of us, hate and war is not even in our DNA. It's not. Love is in our DNA. So 
I, my heart just goes out to both of those sides and it was really difficult. There was a really difficult moment and especially keeping our head up while we're on this trip. Don't get it twisted for one second because you didn't see us posting about it, that it was not heavy in our hearts because it absolutely was. But we cannot be, we're not, I am not going to allow the expectation of how other people feel that I need to show up on social media to support this cause is going to dictate my decisions. Absolutely not. I choose to share my light and spread my joy and show you what is possible when you take control of your life. Because the only way that we can help the world is if we help raise each other. That's it. So by posting something that's fear mongering and what have you and splitting side, da, 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 whatever you guys did to your, that, that's all you, that's fine. No judgment. I'm just saying, I'm not going to be part of that conversation. I'm going to be part of the rising of human consciousness. And that's how I'm fighting this fight. Erica. And I will say like we had um, Kundalini every single day, as you know, we love doing our Kundalini and um, you know, every morning more people came and then it became a prayer afterwards. And Adriana, a lot of beautiful prayer I for all the brothers and sisters of the earth. And yeah, it was completely 100% through, through and through a channel. Um, and, and that's what we need more of is coming together in communities, coming together in our circles. The war is not without the war is within, and we need to continue to go within, can go within and do the inner work. And just think about that ripple effect. If everyone is turning inward and alchemizing these energies and, you know, reducing the resistance, reducing the hatred, and really just coming back to home of love, like that is the ripple effect. That is the change we need to see in the world. And it, it's already happening, right? And so when these, it's, it's all just contrast showing us more of what we do not want. 90% of the population knows we don't want that. So, you know, it or was that war it was is like, just a business. War is just yeah, a business. It's a business. It's Nobody wants eat. to die. Nobody wants that. That's not even yeah. in our DNA. So we were, we would pray and we would literally say like, please enwrap our brothers and sisters of both Palestine, Israel, everything with our white light, the entire humanity, all of us in white light individually as a, as a collective mother earth guy, everything cosmos. Like we were literally putting our energy all on these people and just giving them protection, love and light and peace. So I just want to bring that up here because I don't feel like I have to say that on my social media. Cause I know my truth and I know who I am and I know what I'm doing and I'm serving humanity in that way. But as we're talking about it on here, just wanted to clear that up. Because it was, it was a little bit nerve wracking, you know, when you're basically right beside it, right? So how did we feel? We felt like it was obviously being televised, you know, for more of what we've seen. And I will say, I, I saw a couple other people and they were being called to Egypt as well. And there's a lot of energy there. And they do say throughout this time, like you just being your energy in a space and you sending out that energy, like that is the work. So wherever you are, you can go into meditation and prayer and send out that energy. And that is part of raising the frequency, you know, uniting human consciousness, raising human consciousness. And that is what we need in this time. In this conversation. They've done studies. Joe Dispenza retreats will go into a city and they will do deep theta meditations and prayer. And the crime goes down. The percentage of crime goes down in that city for that duration. So, you know, if we all hold that frequency, if we attend, you know, community meditations, community prayers, if we're in our community, like that is part of it. But going back to the scalar energy, just to kind of clarify, there is the, uh, you know, light spectrum, which we can see, we can see a portion of the electric magnetic spectrum. Obviously, we know there's also red light, infrared, um, and then there's scalar energy, and that's a different wavelength. And in these ancient sites, you can feel the scalar energy, and that's a different frequency that was very much heightened 
during the ancient times. And that was the frequency that helped people be more in touch with their spirituality and decalcify their pineal gland. They're saying that they, they were so in touch spiritually that they, um, you know, had telekinesis, they could communicate, they had gifts and spiritual senses that we're not even aware of, let alone can even tap into because we're not aware of them. We're not taught about them, but that is even pregnancies, light body pregnancies, being when pregnant by the light, because it's just a, an accumulation of matter of just light now creating a piece of matter. Mm-hmm. And and actually something just before we move on to that too, just I love to do the inverted truths because I want to remind all of you that everything around you is of a neutral state. You are the one that beholds the energy. So for example, when I say 666, I'm just saying numbers. You're adding meaning to it right now. What are what meaning are you adding it to? Is it a disempowering or an empowering thought? Okay. Why I bring that up is because again, anything that is typically good for us has now been inverted as the truth. So we're here been told to fear six 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 as the beast, when in fact you see here six 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 is God's code. That we are 666. We are life. We are God. Stop allowing other things to take away your power. The number has absolutely no vibrational frequency. You are the one putting meaning to it. So let's get it straight. Human avatar bodies are pretty much built of a lattice of carbon-12 isotope, which is built from six protons, six electronic, and six neutrons. The isotope of carbon accounts for 99% of all forms of carbon. It is the isotope carbon, which 12 consists of six electrons, six protons, and six neutrons, six, six, six. After oxygen, the most abundant element in the human body is carbon-12. On cremation, the body returns to its carbon-12 state after all gases like oxygen, helium, and hydrogen are released. Carbon-12 is one of the five elements that make up the human DNA. Carbon-12 is the most crucial isotope needed to create living biology. This is exactly what the writer of Revelation was referring when he said that 666 was the number of a man, which is carbon-12. The ancients knew about atoms and quantum physics. Carbon-12 is the basis of the physical body and the link that ties man to the physical universe. Don't let them scare you from the good things. Snakes are bad. No, it's energy. Rams are bad. No, Rams are raw. The God of sun, which we need. That's little photons. 666, God code. Get it straight, you guys. Don't give away your power anymore. Any Anything on that, Erica? Well, I think it just highlights all of the inversion that's been happening. And how do you hide the truth is usually with a lot of half-truths, right? And it's it's the confusion and the disconnection. And that's what is really plaguing people is being disconnected from themselves, their highest self being disconnected from God. If you can disconnect someone from their true inner self or true inner power and being connected to God, the Holy Spirit, that is that is the ultimate you know, conversion, the ultimate confusion, you know, we, we're in a, we can just look at society and see how sick we are as societies. Right. And so that's a reflection of us not being in our inner power. So everything we're trying to and bring to the table here is for empowerment is for you stepping into your inner power. You don't need to go through a different medium. It's between you and God directly to source. And that's really 
the reconnection that we're coming back into and knowing your own divinity, knowing your own sovereignty and really coming back home to yourself because a lot of people are lost right now. A lot of people are searching for answers and we don't want people to fall into the fear trap. We don't want people to fall into these, you know, really ludicrous, <laughs> ludicrous lies that we're, we're being spewed at. We want to uncover the truth because once we know the truth, we're able to fully step into our higher selves and be of service, right? Once you're good, once your health is good, your abundance is good, your family's good, then you go outside yourself to say, how can I help my community? How can I help my nation? How can I help the world, right? And this is the level and, and very few people get to that level of solving world problems, but just know you have the power, you can create that ripple effect and one person can change the world. It's totally possible. Everything we've been told is just to take our power away so we don't go out there and create the change. But I mean, times are changing and that's what's so exciting to me. So I want to get into a little bit of our experience with Pam, our quantum yes. healer. I know you saw us posting about her. She is absolutely amazing. The healing work that she does, the quantum healing work that she does is, is just insane. And I think only until you experience it yourself, I, I see she, she activated about like six people while we're on this trip and just the serendipitous of her even coming on the trip was so in alignment, but, um, Hold really on, wait, once you, experience it, you understand so much more and deeper. So we would just recommend you obviously getting your own experience, but we'll definitely share ours. When you say, when Erica says activated, she means like activating the dormant DNA that is already within you and activating it for your remembering of who you are and where you came from and what your mission is on earth. And, um, it, it, when we, she's a quantum healer and she does do things remote, meaning she works not in the 3d plane, she works in the 5d plane. So if you think of like, if I, I love this demonstration she gave me, it's like, she, I was like, well, how can you do it from afar? Okay. Well in the quantum field, like, just look at my shirt. If I'm over here and I pull here, guess what? It moves over here right? So you're just pulling on the quantum grid. So you're just working in the quantum grid. So it doesn't matter where you are. She's up there. And when I tell you guys that I got a mala from a dragon, I'm not joking. Okay. <laughs> Erica, do you want to maybe just explain how you met Pam? Why is she relevant and what your experience was? And then I'll go into mine. Cause this was a huge part of Egypt for us was basically our remembering of who we are. So we can bring that to you, Erica, who is Pam? How'd you meet her? What's the deal? Yeah, it was through some other, um, so entrepreneur friends, mindful meds owner, um, we got super connected. We actually had Keegan on our podcast and one of the previous episodes, very powerful story. And I was moving back to Vernon, um, from Florida where I was living with Adriana and I was really intentional with making new connections because, you know, when you're, when you're on this journey of self-discovery, you want to connect with new energies. You want to put yourself in different um, realms, different circles. And so he's like, Oh, we have an amazing spiritual community here. I'll get you connected. And when I met Pam, I went over to her house and it was just like a knowing, like, you know, you meet those people and you're like, I've known you forever. It's just a soul connection. You know, there's, there's something palpable there. And, um, you know, not much was said on that, but I, I had already booked my appointment with her. And so the next week, I didn't even know when I booked it for, but long story short, I was on her table. We had a profound first session and I was like, I'm going to Egypt. She had booked off the month of October, not knowing what was going to happen. I said, well, that's exactly when we're going. I'll check if there's a ticket. There wasn't a ticket. Three days later, there was a ticket. She snapped that ticket and she's on the trip and it all happened within about a week. And I just knew that she was coming for a reason and she was coming to do quantum healing, get, get her own journey. 
but also activate the crystalline grid, which is the, um, you know, is on the earth is within ourselves. And me and Adriana both had our own profound experience along with many other people that she worked with on the trip. And um, really what she does is your, your body is always wanting to go to the priority at the time. So if first you have an ailment or something, you know, on that side, it's going to go there. But after that, there's actually so much more that you can tap into. And it's really reconnecting you to your true inner highest self. And what was very apparent to me is that this world is ve- is very much a 3D reality, virtual stimulus, like putting on the goggles and it's a game. It's a video game and not to like, you know, not put weight towards it. But when you're in the higher self, you really see that that's your true you. It's a reconnection to your true you. And once you see that, you can't unsee. So we had, um, I don't know if you want to share your experience because it was quite profound, but Adriana went the first night and uh, she, she, within minutes, I think you were in it. (laughs) You want me to go first or you want to go first? Yeah, well, let's go in order. You had your, you had your great awakening okay 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 and this is now when you guys have seen me right on there I'm like I'm bird tribe and all the thing okay halls up and I love I love this family so much because you guys know me so well I can literally just be myself it's all good okay (laughs) so I go for this session with Pam I have no idea what I'm stepping into Erica's just like you need to see her and obviously anything my sister says I'm like okay let's do it so I get in this session with Pam and I'm laying on the bed and all of a sudden like she started talking about um basically it started with like you guys know I had my my son's father right uh Mason's dad is not Mikey's dad right and so she's like oh like you're carrying some heaviness and what have you and I basically like started to bawl my eyes out because you know I've talked about this on other podcasts and whatever but uh my son's father is in jail for life right and so it's a really heavy thing And I pray for him all the time. And I always like hope for him to get out and all the things. Anyways, she's like, that's not, that's not your battle to fight. And by you not giving him the belief that he can do it on his own, you're like robbing that from him and you need to give that energy back to him. So first I had to like, I was bawling my eyes. I didn't even know I was thinking about this. I literally thought like there was like, it's all good because we have a great co-parenting relationship you know, so I, this came out of really nowhere for me and it like this. And then she's like, okay, I want you to imagine yourself digging a hole and putting something he gave you in there, like a ring, which he did because he proposed at one time. Right. So I put the ring in there and I wiped it up and basically step forward. She's like, you need to imagine a rainbow bridge, um, connecting him with his son. And I was trying and I was trying and I was like, I can see the bridge, but I can't, I don't see an opening on Mason's side. Like, and she's like, that's okay. Like, that's not for you to open up. That's their, their thing, you know, which is obvious to us, but like, anyways, so I, 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 I bury the ring. I put that to rest. I give him back his power. I, I release myself of that pressure of needing to want to help him and save him and all the things. I release that. I, I let it go. I walk forward to the front of the cliff. She's like, you're at the front of the cliff. Like, I want, I want you to jump. Like, I want you to fly. And in my mind's eye, you guys, like, you're in theta state. It was fucking real. It was as real as me seeing you on the screen right now. Okay? I'm at the edge of this cliff. And I'm like... 
I can't do it. I can't do it. I like, and then all of a sudden, boom, my dad came right beside me. My dad's beside me. And he's like, Adriana, we are birds. We are meant to fly. And we jumped off the cliff together and we're soaring in the sky. And I were literally soaring like this. And now I'm like laugh crying. I'm like bull crying like birds with my dad. I'm, uh, I'm like this walling mess. We're flying. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, I know how to do this. So I'm doing like flips and turns around as a bird. And he's like, eh, Adriana, I'm a nudge. You've been a bird for two minutes. What are you doing? Come back here. Which is like, so like my dad, you know, and we're flying up and towards the sky and we're flying and then we're soaring. And then she's like, okay, go up and see your, see your sisters. So I go right into Pleiades. I'm right in my seven sisters. So if you guys know kind of star cosmos would have you, there's called the seven sisters. They're actually seven constellations of Pleiades. Um, and so I went up and all I heard were these laughter. Oh, hi sisters. We sent you down there. We sent the strongest one down there. We need you. And I'm like, Oh my God, I didn't know I could do this. And I'm a hawk. I'm an eagle. Earth to Pleiades, earth to Pleiades, earth to Pleiades, earth to Pleiades. I'm just like, like, I can't believe I can do this. I'm having so much fun. And then, then Pam's like, okay, go back down to earth. So I'm like going back down to earth and she's like, okay. This time you have a tool in your hand and boom, went key of life right in my hand, right here. I walk and I get down on earth and she's like, you're, 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 you're on like red rock. And I was like, they're like talons, but then their feet, their talents, she's like you're shape shifting. Like you're able to shape shift, you're shape shifting right now. So I really want you to imagine golden threads from the bottom of your feet and really start to get grounded. So my talons turn to feet. I really was able to get grounded. And then she's like, okay, like now go back in the sky, like allow Gaia to bring you back up. So I literally imagined her like pushing me up and having these golden threads in the bottom of my feet till I come up. And now I'm back up in the cosmos. And now it's like bird, 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 like this massive tribe comes coming in and I'm standing there like this. And they're putting on metal, like, like armor on my wings, armor on my wings, armor on my wings. And then Pam has me literally as she's grabbing me here. I'm imagining they're telling me, we're going to bring you back down to earth. We're going to bring you back down like this. And she went at the same time. They were like, trust us. And she went like this. And I heard them trust. And I'm like, do you trust us? And I'm like, yes. Do you trust? I'm like, yes. Do you trust us? I said, yes. And then my dad came forth. And he really spoke to me about how this is truly my mission on earth and learning that Hawk, the, the Horus, the main, what Horus was responsible was, was the connecting of worlds, connecting of worlds. And can you guys imagine how much I speak loud and proud and connecting the worlds and bringing the 3D to the 5D to conscious? Like it makes sense. Then as she's reminding me of everything, my dad, I grew up with birds, only birds with my dad. We're always having birds. I found so many baby birds. I would always take care of little baby birds. I literally raised baby birds and asked my girl, Eleni, I would tell her all the time as I'm driving, there's literally hawks on every single pole that I'm seeing that I drive by. I am bird tribe. So then I come back to earth and I'm walking and at first I'm cry I start crying again and I'm apologizing to Gaia. I'm so sorry, Gaia, for not trusting you. I'm so sorry. And she's like, it's okay, my child. But I need you now. 
and she told me she needed me now. And so I took my key of life and I'm walking on earth and I can literally feel the grid moving beneath my feet like this. I had the biggest amount of remembering I've ever had in my entire life, you guys. And when I tell you I'm bird tribe, I mean that to the deepest depth. My dad and I are birds. And now when you see that picture of us, that's my favorite one, you know, the one that's like my screen phone like this, like you literally, all you see are two birds dancing on hu in human form. No, it's all I see. Now I see birds everywhere, everything, and all makes sense. And now this is me. I am Horus. Horus is me. And actually it's funny because when we're listening to Isis and Erica and I are going to talk about our new course that we're going to launch later because it's really, we've had a really big awakening to the divine feminine, really understanding that Isis comes from Hathor and she is the daughter of Horus. And Horus is like a hawk, sees all, connects the worlds. It's like goes in and brings it in, comes it out. Guys, is that not me to the freaking T? Like literally. That was the most profound experience I've ever had in my entire life. That was absolutely truth. If there's anything I can recommend to all of you, please see Pam. She will bring something out of you that you didn't even know was possible. And the best thing for you guys is that she's an American dollar or Canadian dollars too, because she's Canadian. So that's awesome. But that was my profound experience. My remembering of being a bird. Um, Monica, I can see you're getting really choked up. I know Erica wants to share her angel story, but do you mind sharing like what is hitting for you? Like you're having a remembering right now or something's hitting, some resonance is hitting you. If you feel comfortable unmuting, you can. If not, it's okay, babe. Okay. When you, whenever you're ready, it's all good, babe. She says she doesn't think she can. It's okay. We love you. We're here for you. But remember, sister, we're here together now. Law of one. We're going to remind you all of you guys what the law of one is, Okay. Erica, do you like to share who you are? And you guys, by no shock, is this Erica's story? LOL. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was wild. And I just like when you guys go through it yourself. I mean, it's just so it's so personal. But once you see it, you can't unsee it. Like, do not look at Adrian. You're like, yeah, you're a bird. Like, you can see that, you know. Um, and so wait, yeah. wait, 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 the last piece. Sorry, the last piece. <laughs> The very last piece, because this was my funnest part, okay? This was it. I'm standing on Earth, and all of a sudden, Earth is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. But Earth's not getting smaller. I'm getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm like, holy fuck, I'm a giant bird. Like, I'm a fucking bird, man. So now I have the entire Earth in my, in my wings. My wings are underneath earth, grasping it like this. And I was like, well, if I can get earth, universe, universe, I encompass all the entire universe in my wings and it's just pure white. And then I'm just like, and I let the entire universe go and I'm spinning it around. And that was my awakening. Erica, please. I love that. And I just want to preference that this is not with drugs, you guys. This is sober all AM. sober. Sober. We did not have one lick of alcohol or anything or on mushrooms. the whole trip. Nothing. Or nothing. <laughs> nothing. And I've done plant medicine. I've done ayahuasca. Um, and you have some crazy realizations. But to do quantum healing, where it is all about your own consciousness, and we know consciousness precedes energy. Energy precedes matter. So if you change the consciousness, you change the energy. You change the matter. So quite literally, we are different. Like. 
I, I see different. I walk different. Me and Adrian have been saying it feels like we're on ecstasy the whole time that we've been home. We can't, you know, her, her wings are there all the time. You can't like I'm adjusting my halo, which um, leads me to the whole experience. So we basically we went into this like what I can only say is like deep theta delta state and Pam is just like talking you through it, but she's not really there. You're just in your own state. And for me, I really had to go into like deep repair mode because there was some repairing that was happening like on my spine, on my neck, um, on my brainstem, some things that, you know, have just in, in the quantum were misaligned. And so we worked on that for, for quite some time. There was actually like a, uh, what felt like a metal collar right here. And um, she actually brought in pink healing dolphin frequencies, which was so crazy because I could actually hear the dolphins like sound resonance. And it reminded me of when we lived in Florida, Adriana has dolphins in her backyard. And when we would meditate, um, the dolphins would come and they, they sense love energy. So it was like sending so much love energy. And we know that obviously lo love alchemizes all. And so it was almost like this, 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 choking cord that was right here that I could like very feel but I didn't know was there until she had kind of brought it to my awareness and so once that was released then um we were on this journey and it, I can't remember all of it because it was just so wild but the parts that I do remember that was very you know apparent was um Hathor and if anyone that's you know kind of studied ancient civilizations and mystery schools and all of that knowledge Hathor is huge into the divine feminine energy and that was really like strong within my body and she came and she was um saying she she said to me she's like now rise up and I realized I was like I, I looked and I had these beautiful white wings behind me and I couldn't tell what I was at first but I was just like me with white wings and we started flying and we were flying over Egypt and I thought that it was old Egypt. I was like, wow, the pyramids are so beautiful. I've, I've seen murals and paintings of old Egypt and what it looked like um, in its prime with, you know, crystalline uh, crystals on, embedded in the Nile and it's the lush forest and the limestone pyramids and the energy centers and all of these things. And then I was looking around, I'm like, this is new Egypt. This is what we're heading into. And so then we flew down and she brought me into um, the ancient lands of Hathor's temple. And we hadn't gone there yet in the trip. So it was wild because I didn't actually know what Hathor's temple looked like. But once we actually went in there in the trip, I was like, this is exactly what I saw, which was just a whole trip in itself. And she did this activation. It was right here. And she said, know thyself. And to me, that was so crazy because it was like a reconnection to the higher self. And I saw that I had a halo around <laughs> and that I was an angel. And it's funny because it didn't even like, I just knew it. It was just an inner knowing of, of course, of course I am. I've always felt that. Which and is funny because at the Conscious Life Expo, we did a, a, an activity when we were at the Conscious Life Expo and they're like, what tribe are you from? Where are you from? Ba -ba -da -da -da. And Erica's literally said angel. 
So and I was like, I didn't know you could be an angel. We didn't know you could Adriana be an angel. And I just want to preface right now before she she gets into it. Erica's parents have been together her whole entire life. Her mom is like literally a disciple of Jesus. She's the most kindest, sweetest, hardest woman. Erica and Devin have been together since they were 18 years old. Erica has been a virgin ever since Devin and that's it. So when you think about her life's journey, it has been extremely pure. So when she finds out that she's an angel, like it makes total sense. There are no coincidences, that's for sure. And it just, everything, like little things throughout, you know, my upbringing, everything just click, click, click. I would recite Bible verses when I was like three or four years old. And it was just, I mean, it's just crazy it just and and I remember astro traveling when I was little and I forgot how to do it and but I remember getting so excited for bedtime because I would fly around my neighborhood and see and so there's all these things that this is the connection that we actually had and we've been disconnected through our upbringing and through the society's projections of what they put on us so it really was just like oh I remember that oh yeah of course right so then we were flying and she says, know thyself. And that was just, and then she says, now rise. And it was like the sisterhood, like the rising. And we went up into the angel realm and I just see all the angels around in a circle. And it was the most beautiful thing. It was like, literally when you see the clouds and there's like the angel, like, ah, like <laughs> the notes were going. And um, then we come down and we see mother earth. We see the earth just glowing and there's an angel halo around earth. And then we go down and we're, we're flying down into earth and we land and we, as we're walking, we see the crystalline grid. And if you've ever seen the crystalline grid or renderings of it, it's quite literally like the ley lines of the earth, the energy centers of the earth, just like your body has meridian centers. It's just like that, but they're lighting up. And as we walk, you know, literally as angels of the earth, bringing the heaven down on earth, we're lighting up the crystalline grid of earth and we're going around and we're touching people and we're touching their light bodies and right on their heart when we touch them, their light body explodes in white pure light. And to me, that was signifying like our mission down on this earth is we all chose to be here. We all chose to be here in this in this time, in this space to be the way showers and to be the ushers in of this heaven on earth that we're all so badly yearning for and seeking for. And so it is like when you when you are out in public, when you're talking to people, you are touching their heart, you are lighting up their light body by shining your own light, you are sending your energy out into the earth and lighting up Mother Gaia and giving that energy out. So there is so much energy just in that alone, um, which was so powerful. And then I can't even remember the end of it, but it really like ended with a zoom out of the earth and I saw it lighting up and then, um, oh yeah, then the angels came in and they're pouring their white golden light down on earth. And when I asked them for, for assistance, for help, they were just like, all you had to do was ask. <laughs> We've been here the whole time. So that was, to me was profound. It was like, A, I didn't have the awareness that they were there. And then B, I didn't even know that we could just ask. And so the simply thing is like, whatever connects with you, but when you, when you ask, that is when God really answers the call, but you need to do the the mission of asking for what you want for asking for the help that you need. And um, yeah, there were so many other things that happened throughout that time, but she did mention some books. And as I was reading the books, like literally verbatim words were falling off the pages of what happened in that section. 
And um, yeah, it was, it was quite profound. And then when we were going through Egypt, um, things that I had seen in that whole session were in the temples where as we were walking through, like I had already seen it before, which was just wild because you think of, I've, I've never, I've never been here before. I've never seen this, but I had seen it just days prior. So it really is profound when you, when you look to quantum medicine, anything is possible. Nothing is off the table. So, you if know, you to guys really think, if you guys think, if anybody thinks that we are the only species in the entire cosmos, you're ignorant, you're crazy. Like that's a, an absolute ignorant thought to think that we would be the only species in all the cosmos. That's ludicrous. And when we're talking about the divine feminine, this golden era, this age of Aquarius, reminding you ladies, it is now the era of collaboration over competition. And what I mean, a great example of this is Pam, who did this quantum healing for us. She identifies as, <laughs> she identifies as a dragon. Okay. <laughs> so she's been shown she's a dragon. She's from the dragon realm. They're, they're the master healers of the universe. They've been around for a really long time. Erica being an angel, she has immense healing, personal healing properties available. And I, as you guys have no surprise, am the disseminator, the voice, the connector of the worlds. But look at it like this. When you bring out like a dragon, a hawk, and an angel, how is there collaboration over competition? Put it like this. Pam, the dragon, ignites the crystalline grid. She awakens you. She reminds you who you are. She ignites Gaia, right? Erica, she's healing you, giving you so much love, empathy, compassion. She's healing you. And me, I'm going out and finding the people, bringing them in, out, in, out, in. Okay, but why is that collaboration? Because if I didn't have Pam and Erica and I'm getting people, where am I bringing them to? If Erica's healing people, how is she finding them? Pam, how is she igniting? We all need to work together. When you understand who you are and you remember who you are on that quantum level, it becomes very apparent your skills of what you're great at and the ones that you can leave to others. When we were doing our Kundalini session, again, I don't know what happened. We were doing it and I ended up channeling, I don't know, the prayers just come and the words just flow. I put my hand on this woman that after we were finished and doof, she started bawling her eyes out, bawling her eyes out. So I grab her and I'm holding her like this and I'm speaking in her ear and I'm like, it's okay, my sister, let it go. God does not discriminate. You're forgiven. All's okay. Da, 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 da. And I open my eyes and all I can see is Erica like this. Erica's praying on her. She's giving her healing energy. She's healing this woman. So after I give her a hug and embrace, because we know that she needs it, I back off. And now we all just are like literally giving her our energy like this. It was the most powerful experience of my entire life to see it happen like that. But just to go to show, it's not like I'm like, oh my God, I'm jealous that Erica can heal people. No, I need her. And she's not jealous. Oh, Adriana is really great at, you know, being the voice and grabbing the people and doing the things. No, she needs me. And it's not like I can't heal people and she can't grab people. It's just understanding what our strengths are and honoring that. And now using those skills together to go empower the world. Mm -hmm. And this is available for each. Like all of you have your own unique gift. All of you have your own unique voice, They're your own unique calling. Then, you know, you're powerful, your transmitters. You are literally 
manifesting 24 7 365 the world is not what it is the whole goal reminding you guys that the universe is just a boomerang it's the toroidal field it's already coming to you abundance is trying to come to you prosperity is trying to come to you love is trying to come to you it's already trying to come to you that is what humans are god's design are however we're the ones that are like i'm not worthy i'm not smart enough i'm not pretty enough i don't know the knowledge i don't i don't but that that you're not looking for an outward answer to go discover more of the things. The answer is going in to remove the blocks to create a clear passage and flow. That's the name of the game. I know we're going a little bit over. I just want to bring up really quickly our private tour of Giza, and then we'll leave it with an empowering exit. But we had the blessing of shutting down the entire pyramid of Giza, the great pyramid of Giza. This is why if you guys are going to go to Egypt, please use the contact that we're going to provide for you. You cannot go any other way. They're literally doing like police escorts, driving through the city, shutting down events. They're, they've no knowledge over 30 years of industry professionals and real information. You're not going to get some woo woo, you know, BS stuff that people just learned about in some textbook written a hundred years ago. We're talking about people who have become professionals over the millions of years and their faith are just like us. So they shut down the entire great pyramid of Giza for us. We had two hours alone in the King's chamber and the entire place. Erica, I literally, we, we, we went in there. You're not allowed to bring your phone, which I love so much. You even get close to it. And all of a sudden your body's like, it's like up. You're like literally on ecstasy. Look at Olivia is shaking her head. She's like, yeah, you're like literally on ecstasy in there. You're like, I did not know I could feel this good. You're inside. You have to be very particular with your words because the manifestation energy in there. If you ever see an image of it, the whole bottom is, is like, um, what, what is this made out of not granite it's like a quartz as well where now the water mm -hmm. comes in it literally is a power plant which goes through all of the different chambers which ignite all of the ions which shoot the energy straight to straight through to the ether which they're saying is the massive stargate the portal right this is the entry to the cosmos to and through the cosmos when you're inside of there i don't know about you ladies i could literally not even have a negative thought penetrate my brain there's like nothing bad that could get in there. It was incredible. It was like absolute bliss, euphoria. Like you're just so happy. You're in and an giddy. oasis. <laughs> and you're in a different dimension for sure. You're in a different dimension. Absolutely. <laughs> and you, there's some pyramids that you're crawling like this. Like if you're claustrophobic, this is a really great opportunity for you to rid that fear because it's just a program that you need to unsubscribe to because it's, it's safe. Okay. But you're literally in little crevices until you climb in and get into the king's chamber. And this is like a room that is in the middle of all of these stones, just to goes to show again, humans did not make this. It's physically impossible with our technology of today. Everybody, you cannot even fit a piece of paper. Like these blocks no are light. so seamless. The no light is shining through nothing. You're in there. And there's actually a special chamber piece that our guide Muhammad discovered himself, where you actually stand in and you go, um, and the entire place vibrates like this the whole place vibrates people are crying people are praying erica all of a sudden ah! like all of a sudden it starts coming out i'm like sister is healing sister is healing us 
my experience, at least I, we're all around the sarcophagus. People are able to lay in it. It's like, I'm literally feeling like I'm on, I'm on it right now. I, like I actually feel that energy is coming right back. It's, it's channeling right through. I sat in the middle of that, of the, of the King's chamber and I took my mala. I did not plan any of this. It's like literally you're just taken over by a whole other being. And I take my mala and I go one by one. I am commands, right? Remind me, what is I am commands? I want to remind you, I sent this, this um, YouTube in our groups before. So those of you may be remembering, but it's like, it's not praying like, please God, make sure I'm healthy. Please God, make sure I'm wealthy. Please God. It's not like you get onto an airplane and you're like, please God, make sure I arrive safely. It's like, I arrive safely, right? I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am protected. I am a clear channel. I am a humble messenger of God. I am living in my purpose. This is a, a thing for you to pair with your thank you, God. And so it is no more. Amen. You're praying to the wrong God with that. Thank you, God. And so it is. I am commands, command your way through life. My first round of my mall is commands for myself. Second round of mall is commands for everyone that I love, including all of you here. I definitely prayed over every single one of you when I talk about the groups and whatnot and everything. And what really came through and channeled to me was one Erica's children. I saw them. They're beautiful. They're so cute and healthy. I literally turned to her and I was like, I see your kids. And it was like the most beautiful thing. But what was really, really profound for me is I know that my good vibes team, which has been our health and wellness teams that has been around for like the longest out of this, the OGs, you guys have heard us talk about this forever. Good vibes Island. You guys have heard about this forever, right? I saw it. I saw it. It's happening. What's happening is right now, what I saw is we are literally in the stone age right now. Like not before we're in the stone age right now, you guys, we're going to live for 3000 years plus, you know, I've been on a mission with Erica to unveil physical immortality. If you think about it like this, it's not far off because energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It's only transferred, meaning life on earth only comes down to our physical body. So we know how to preserve our health, extend telomeres, be able to actually the disease, illness, and whatnot is just a miscommunication in cells. It's when the cells aren't communicating with them, each other properly. When you actually create clear communication with cells, you now eradicate cancer, uh, a, a scarring, any anything. Okay, it's just a miscommunication. We can do that. So, anyways, I saw us all living three thousand years minimum. The world is now glowing. We are living in the law of one. I literally had to think about what does it look like in the law of one? What does it look like? What is the law of one? And I don't know, I've told some of you here, but I've heard the one, the one, the one, the one, the one channeled in my head my whole entire life. The longest time I've denied it because I've thought I can't be the one who's the one because everyone is the one. I believe in everyone being the one. It's not the one, the one, the one. It's the law of one. I've been put on earth to help educate on the law of one. So the law of one is the law that governs all of the cosmos. It is the siphon. It is the funnel above all laws, above law of love, laws of value, law of compensation, law of authenticity, all of it is the law of one. The law of one states that I am you and you are me. When you rise, I rise. When I close my eyes, there's nothing that separates me from you and you and me. We are all one. And that's why this whole war thing, everything that's going on is really, really to understand we are all one. No one wants to suffer. No one wants to be here. What does it look like when we are in true harmony? And I saw it and it's happening. We're going there. 
I have full faith and belief in humanity, earth, where we're going, what we're doing. It is not what Instagram, everyone out there, news, whatever is putting out. My loves, I promise you, while you're scrolling on your feed, if you're scrolling past anything that doesn't give you a positive feeling, it needs to go because I'm sorry to also say it's personal responsibility. It's not that person or that post or that information. It's the uncertainty within you that's shaking you up and shining a light in your shadow zone that you need to go to work on and strengthen and understand who you are at the deepest depths of yourself and your truth and your purpose on earth. So I saw it going to be lush again it's going to be beautiful we're literally going to be glowing in an eminent light it is happening i promise you those that accept christ consciousness into their life and i want to say christ is just meaning of body christ means body those who accept christ consciousness into their lives will have the ability to choose how long they want to stay here for those that do not that's okay they're going to have to repeat their life lesson and whatnot and this is not woo woo i'm telling you eric and i just got off of a, a, a podcast that we're calling the founder after we're done on the line here with you that literally in 2024 they're bringing out anti-gravity resonance technology you have to understand that the world is literally shifting right now into resonance revolution we are going to be able to levitate. We are going to be able to have telekinesis. We are going to be able to ignite more of our DNA activation in our bodies. If you choose to believe it, because this is the most powerful thing. If you don't, then you don't. If you do, then you do. My perception is my reality. So even if you don't believe it's true, it's my reality, meaning it's my truth, meaning it is true to me and it will be. So you have the option and choice to live in the law of one. And I really recommend understanding third and fourth and fifth densities when we talk about third, fourth, fifth dimensions. Third dimension is where everybody's currently at right now. Fourth dimension, you can do unbeknowingly to you. This is just basically raising people's vibration, being a good person, uh, you know, emitting love, what, whatnot. You can be in the fourth dimension without even knowing that you're in it, which I honestly believe that the majority of you are because we all are here in a frequency. We're all at the same frequency to some degree. Fifth, fifth dimension is understanding the law of one and taking the duty and responsibility of disseminating that knowledge and information. I truly feel I am living now in a fifth dimensional world and I literally can see the dimensions. I have not come down on my high. I am living in the fifth dimension through wow. and through. That was my experience in Giza. Wild. <laughs> No, it was, it was all of that. And when we talk about like, uh, the, the coming back to the law of one, think about it. If there's an infinite intelligence, God source, um, you know, the, the master creator, it split itself into two, which created the Trinity so that it could experience itself. So God living through us, through our, our human experience is sending back that to itself so it can learn and grow and experience because without duality, what is it going to experience? It can't experience love or, or emotions or anything. So that is what this duality world served. And now it's the reuniting and coming back. So it was once one, it split into duality, and now it's coming back into a united one, which is all of us coming together, realizing that we are all each other. And that consciousness, there is just a united consciousness. And it's bringing us all back together to realize that we will embody the change that we want to see, which is Christ consciousness coming back, not in the physical sense, 
but in the consciousness sense of all of us ascending into these different dimensions. And there is much past fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth. But that I mean, until everyone gets to fifth, we're not even going to <laughs> the other ones. But you gotta jump um, in your Merkaba for that. You gotta yeah, you gotta fire up the old Merkaba. <laughs> But um, when we were when we were at the Conscious Life Expo last year, we went and we saw Bashir talk live, who channels a another being from another. Um, so it's like these people have been doing it for 20, 30, 40 years. You know, it's this just is not tuning into a frequency. If you're like, OK, what channeling is just tuning into it. It's just a radio. Frequency. It's just it's like, like a radio frequency. We are the yeah, we are the transmitters and we are the receivers as well. And actually, it's funny, they did a brain scan on but Daryl's, his human name is actually Daryl. Um, they did a brain scan on his head when he is channeling, when he's listening, he's actually of higher frequency than when he is talking. So that just goes to show you listening and hearing is actually of the higher frequency. So, you know, when you're tuning in, when you're being in silence, when you're truly open to receiving, that is when the magic happens. So, you know, these are things that are going to just become common day and we already see you know, kids being born, children being born with these, you know, inherent gifts already and not being cut off from source and being able to actually do, you know, these amazing, you know, spiritual things that we think are so amazing, but really are just so natural to us. Um, they're going to be coming back. And that's the journey we're on. And what's exciting is that you're all here with us. This is a community. This is the sisterhood that we're cultivating. And there's much, much more that we're going to be creating our with our council. new course. Our this divine now, feminine high council. So we we really believe that uh, after having this trip, I think it's very necessary that we have at least a one monthly meeting for all of us here as a high council and really have these conversations because it's really important because we're going to go, you're going to be so activated right now. We activated something within you. Then you're going to go out into the world and that's going to test you again. And that's where I want to remind all of you, nothing can take your power away unless you let it. Everything out there is neutral. Every action out there is neutral. Everything is neutral. You're the one that's putting the meaning to it. You're the one that's stressing yourself out, not your sister, brother, man, husband, child, you. So you got to go inwards to go outwards. You got to be selfish to be selfless. And the more reminding you, we've done all the laws together before, right? The law of compensation states that your true compensation is determined by how many you can serve and how well you serve them. And the difference here between, I'm sure all of you have noticed my life go from A to Z real freaking quick because I've always been this person to the deepest depths of my core, but I've done it for myself. The moment that things really have projected for me is when I've opened it up and I've started to share it with all of you. So that just goes to show that when you really go inwards to work on removing your blocks and discovering who you truly are, and now you start to share that for the betterment of others, that's when God, source, universe, all of the energies, because it's real, it's not even woo, it's freaking physics, literally is going to help you. And let's just be real. Without you ladies here, we'd probably be thrown in a mental institute right now based off of this conversation. So like, we kind of need you to like stay afloat here. So we don't, you know, people don't try help to help us, help, help us. you, help us. Yeah. Help us, help you, help us. So we don't get thrown in a mental institute because I'm sure all of you guys can even tell our captions have started sounding different, being different, whatnot. And that's because we cannot stay down here with this information and be afraid of what people are going to think about it. We've been gatekeeping information for way too long. It's no longer that era. We now must share what we know and how we know so we can rise people up to the information. And that's on them. Your ability to accept or reject a notion will determine your consciousness level. 
Meaning if you deem something not of value and whatnot, you're literally going to cut yourself off as to just being open to knowing that you hold the power. It's not like you see a black cat walking across the street and you're like, oh my God, I'm doomed. Like what the heck? It's like, no, just a black cat walking across. I hold the power. I hold the power. Not you, cat. You see what I'm saying? You really, well, this is really now the mission of all of us. You to- are the light. Yeah. And, and you'll see and our community. Say, when people say, and when I write in my comments, by the way, and I say, I am God, you are God, we are God, I mean it. And I know I'm going to have some people being like, oh, how can you say you're God? Like, how ignorant? Excuse me. God is the love and light and the infinite creator. He is within me. I am God. I am God of my universe. I am God of my creation. And so are you. And just because I rise and say I'm God and I'm a prophecy doesn't mean that you're not God and you're not a prophecy either. It literally didn't even cross my lips. Only thing is said that I know myself, my mission, and I know you and who each one of you are and what you have, what's within you waiting to come out. And you're just waiting for a community like this to feel comfortable and safe to finally discover who you truly are and really come create and complete the sisterhood it's going to grow it's going to grow it's going to grow this is now the high council welcome ladies we're officially part of the high council this is the beginning of the change so we are going to create a course because we have really tapped into our divine feminine and we really realize that this is the age of divine feminine rising this is what's written in the cosmos you guys we've been living in a patriarchal uh, community for thousands thousands of years no shade nothing whatsoever. We still need men. Men complete us. We complete them. It's a give and take. It's a beautiful resonance of of relationship giving and taking. But the truth is right now written in the cosmos, in the stars, in the emerald tablets, in everything, it is now the age of the divine feminine rising an age of Aquarius collaboration over competition. Erica, I know you're like literally itching just to get it out. (laughs) And, and when the divine feminine rises, that is what rises the divine masculine because everything a masculine does is for the feminine. Let's just be real. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> we all know that. So, you know, it's not to say we're going without men. Men are 100% a part of the picture and they are rising with us, but we are meant to lead and we are meant to be the intuitives and we are meant to be the connectors. We are literally the creators. We bring you know, humans earth side, you know, we are the divine feminine and that is the container that we're in. And we can't be scared to step into our power. We can't be afraid to shine our light. We can't be afraid to speak our truth. And you'll see that our communities, our chats are going to be changing. The conversations are going to be changing. The things that you pour into the group are going to be changing. This is the safe space for you to come and have these conversations because this is what's needed at this time. And I, we're not going to lower the consciousness level to, you know, um, dumb down the conversation. We are holding space for people to rise up and be a part of the, the conversation. And, you know, we'll obviously meet everyone where they're at and everyone's on their own individual journey, but we're also on this journey together and we're here to help each other. So, you know, we're just very, very excited. I love that it's 555 on the Pacific time. LOL. I think this is serendipitous to end the call wow. here. I love you. Wow. You know what 555 <laughs> stands for, friends? 555. Massive positive shifts are up ahead. Prepare for massive positive shifts. Wow. Right. <laughs> With Brit, that, we're sister. gonna call the investor. Oh, what we got, we got one hand up. Britt, what's going on, oh. sis? Um, so me and Ellen, sorry about my voice. Me and Eleanor were having a conversation yesterday, and it's funny that you were talking about like your feet squeezing and everything, because we were talking like about like how me and her want to go to Egypt together. And she brought that up, like how her sister felt that, like when she was really struggling. And she's like, 
talking about the gripping and everything. And then we got into like the Egyptians and I wanted to ask this question because I was thinking about my mom in this and my mom always said like they wanted to amputate her leg, but she's like, no, I want, I want to die as a whole. And so she was actually able to donate her eyes and give six people vision. And Eleanor was telling me something about the organs in Egypt and the eyes. There's something symbolic there. Did you like find anything out about like when they like physically leave, like what happens to that kind of stuff or the symbolicness like behind the eyes of them? I love that question. Uh, well, in regards to when they leave, there's theories where Erica was talking about the serepium where they have, it's underground, basically all of these, you know, coffins, whatnot, they were found empty. And so there's some hypothesis that they ascended their light bodies and they actually left as their light bodies um, there's also hypotheses where Thoth in the halls of Amenti and the seven gods down there, they're able to transfer their consciousness to other beings on earth and whatnot. So, I mean, when it comes down to your mom passing, you and I both know, Britt, she's still here. Her soul is still here. Her energy is still here. And when we talk about the eye in specific, that's another inverted truth where some of you, you know, we see like the evil eye or even that eye that's like drawn, you know, the Egyptian looking eye or if Oh, it's the eye of Horus. So some people are like, oh, that's satanic or like, da, 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 da. like, no, that's actually literally a, a direct image of if you cut your brain in half, that's your pineal gland and your brain. That's what that is. So that's the eye of Horus. And the pineal gland is said to say that it's the seat of the soul. If the soul resides anywhere in the body, it's in the pineal gland. So that's the eye, the two C. So I feel like your mother had a very physical representation of her eye of Horus and the ability to see. But you know what, Britt? That's not even for me to make a, 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 a semi, that's like literally a shot in the dark. That's definitely a Pam question for sure. Yeah. Oh, by the way, these here are crystals that we found at the bottom of the Great Pyramid of Giza that I had to trade for a hair. So we had to trade for a hair these things, I'm telling you, when I touch it, it's like literally, I feel like I'm on a freaking ecstasy from my, like all I'm flying. Like this here is like manifestation times 100. So I gotta be very particular with my words. And that. yeah, and whenever you obviously visit sacred sites and you take something, you always leave something back to Mother Guy and that just goes with anywhere you go. And we also learn that the stones are sentient beings and they hold data without within them we already know this because we use crystals in our cell phones today to store data so it's completely possible we just don't know how to read the stones of the ancients but there are people like pam who can get the data and the downloads from the uh sentient beings which are the stones so very very amazing cool stuff i think there's just like nothing but knowledge on the horizon and, and so much enlightening so i'm very very really excited funny. I think it's just really funny that I'm sure all of you came thinking that we we're going to talk about like trudging through like the pyramids and riding camels and doing all the things. And we're like, yo, it was like a lot deeper than that. Like this. I'm and I feel like we you. just scratched the surface. Like we're yeah. going to do interviews with our husbands. We're going to do an interview with Pam. Like you guys are going to get more and more of this stuff. We want to hear like, the men. 
you yeah. want to hear the men's perspective to hear a man's perspective to hear like someone who's like because I'm sure all of you can agree like you probably we're all having this conversation but are your men as open as you are right so we experienced that and this trip literally opened up their eyes so they can see without us having to do that so we're going to bring them in on a one-on-one -on -one interview so you can even share that with your men or what have you so you can really have that perspective and then as Erica said we're going to bring Pam on for a very like high level quantum conversation as well so that will also come to the podcast we're trying to do all this kind of by sunday but pam's in portugal but anyways we will send the information for pam in our groups i know she's literally booked up i think until like january right now so i'm telling you like you got to book in like today to get in at a sooner rather than later but maybe just let her know just be like i'm one of erica and adriana's like girlfriends or what have you and you know she always she always treats everyone real good, but, but now she might be treating you extra nice <laughs> All right, my ladies, thank you so much for joining us this evening on this wild ride. Thank you for allowing us to be ourselves. I mean, I'm a fucking bird, man. And Erica's an angel. I literally feel like when I walk out now, like I'm like walking around my, my wings. I feel like they're circling around with me. I got literally Horus and everything with it. It's just, it's just so profound. If I have any recommendation for you, if you do anything on this planet, you must, you must go to Egypt. You have to go. It is your place of remembering. Okay. Love you all very much. Be the light and the love that the world needs right now. Remember that you behold the power. You are the resonance. You are the light. You are God. You are God. Okay. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. You're special. You are God. You are a master creator and manifester. We have to be the lead of the change. Okay. And with great responsibility, what is it? With great honor comes great responsibility. Now we know better. It's not knowledge is power. Applied knowledge is power. Wherever this conversation brought you, whatever aha moments you had, literature you want to read, things, da, 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 lean into that. That's your heart reminding you when you go from your heart into your head and now you try to make sense of stuff. Logic is the killer of all dreams. Listen to the downloads you got during this call, okay? And open book, Let ask us any questions that you need. But you guys, so sorry. We got to go send us all of your love and light because remember Good, vibe, good Vibes Island that we've been talking about for years and years and years and years, 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 We're not emailing it to him today. We're calling him right now. Oh, there. So wish us luck. Love you all very much, my I'm lady. Back. We're, we're wrapping it up. <laughs> I love you I all very much. With you. Love you. It's all good, baby. We'll see you on the other side, my loves. Arrivederci. Stay wealthy, my friends.